Support for this podcast is brought to you by the Chicago School of Grappling. Learn to fight in the city you love. Get seven days free by visiting chicagoschoolofgrappling.com. Welcome to Sounds for Sim, where we care only about one listener, Nick Simarusti. Father, brother, son, founder of Chicago School of Grappling, BJJ Black Belt MMA referee, lover of Euros, and all-around great human being. On today's episode, we have Jake Irvin, who shares his story of how he met Nick and what that means to him. So tell me, how did you meet Nick? Uh, so I was looking to get back into jiu-jitsu, and I had done it uh, a little bit in college with Medell, and so he kind of mentioned this place. In, in college, like, Medell ran a club or something, or what? Well, like, he was learning some jiu-jitsu as part of MMA, like his MMA mm-hmm. training, um, and he didn't know, like, anything beyond, like, his wrestling experience. Um, and so he, was, he would do it at practice, and then we would do it with a few of our friends, like Yogi and then another guy. And um, you... Oh, Yogi, like, it's because you all lived together? Well, him, Yogi and Medell lived together. Uh, I lived down the street, but I met Medell like the first day of freshman year um, at the ice cream social. I like telling people that <laughs> Yeah, part. not imagine him yeah. near ice cream. I doubt he ate any, but that's where I met him. Um, but uh, yeah, we'd roll in his living did he, room did he or in his garage. Did people in line? I can't imagine probably. actually eating any ice cream. What was, no, he probably didn't, he probably didn't eat any. I'm sure he was judging people. Yeah, um, that sounds like yeah, but he was still cut, but he was nowhere near as monstrous as he is, right. as he is now. I remember, <laughs> I remember him at in Evanston. I remember, yeah. I remember sparring him All right. in like MMA in quotes in, in a cage. Oh, okay. And he was good. I mean, obviously, I was a white belt. He's a blue belt. But yeah, he was good. And I was like, and I remember him too. But now he's just he's yeah, just, he just blew up. He's amazing. <laughs> okay, so you did jujitsu. Yeah. At Butler. Yeah, Butler. Butler. Yeah, and then because uh, you met you met Danny, mm-hmm. and then you moved to Chicago afterwards. Uh, no, I, I was I grew up in Lombard, and so I was back in Lombard, and so um, this was still when I was teaching out in Plainfield, living in Lombard. Oh, right, right, forgot about that. <clears throat> yeah, jeez, and then but uh, but yeah, I, I kind of realized I was like being a fat piece of shit, and like missed like wrestling and doing jujitsu, so. I knew he was still kind of involved, so he told me about uh, this place, and um, you know, I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I want to like pay like a big monthly fee every month." And so I like tried out like a couple um, Saturday open mats, and I met Nick at, at the first one I came to, and uh, and yeah, and then it was a match made in heaven. <laughs> so you came to open mat was the first time. Yeah, the God. first first couple times. Yeah. And what did you think? Um, it must have been. I mean, that's not even a class. It's just open mat. You had no experience, so yeah. Well, I didn't have any experience. I might, maybe I came a little bit before open mat. I can't remember. I think I got a little bit of technique, but it was like Nick, Derek, uh, uh, old old Derek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Derek I mean, we call him uh, Social Security. Oh, Derek yeah, Social Security yeah. Derek. Social Security Derek. Yeah, maybe like one other person. So it was like re- kind of informal. 
maybe more people showed up later, but it was kind of like getting like a quick one-on-one almost. And okay. so like, since I had wrestled, I knew like body positions and had done jujitsu like a handful of times. Like I knew, I knew the, I knew a little more than someone that like had just watched MMA. Sure, right. And obviously Nick was there. Yeah. And did you did you talk to him or were you just like, oh, there's some guy over there who's a <laughs> Yeah, no, like he was like the first person I saw and it was just him and another guy. And he was real nice, really welcoming, um, like super friendly right away. Um, you know, kind of just like clicked right away because it's like, you know, you guys are all tight with Danny, so you're all kind of that type of person. Yeah. You're just friendly and outgoing and whatnot. You know, Nick and Danny actually got their black belts at the same time. Yeah. They were the first black belts under Mark. Oh, really? I didn't know they were the first. Mm-hmm. And oh. it was a big event. I remember, I think I got my purple belt during that day. Oh, nice. And Nick's, um, Danny, Danny's mom was there as a surprise, <laughs> I think. Okay. And um, Heidi was there, too. Okay. As a surprise, I think, too. And then they got their, their belts and was like, first two. But anyway, nice. That's yeah, pretty so sweet. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty, so they have a bond. Anyway. Okay, cool. So you meet Nick there. And you, did you roll with him at Open Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rolled right away. Because yeah, yeah, he asked, he was like, you wrestled in high school, right? Because Medill had told him probably at least somewhat about me. And so I rolled with him right away. Um, you know, it was like Nick and Derek and, you know, so they obviously were like being nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> what, did, uh, what do you remember that first role with Nick? Um, I remember before I came, I watched a couple YouTube videos on like moves I had remembered learning. I was like, well, I remember there being an arm triangle that I learned and I knew the idea of an arm bar, but I had never tapped anyone with it when we were rolling in college. Um, and then I knew a rear naked choke because that's, you know, you know, the concept is super easy, you know, doing it's different, but, um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. and so I, like, looked those up, and I was trying an arm triangle on Nick, and he was like, this guy's a fucking idiot, I'm sure that's what he's thinking, but, oh, yeah, he told me that, (laughs) really, yeah, Yeah. oh, I was like, all right, I know I need to do this, and I was, like, setting it, it was super obviously how I was setting it up, and but I was on the, I was setting up the arm and the neck first, and then I was like somehow I'll get my legs over, and you know I wasn't going to, but um, yeah I, I don't know if it was then I noticed like because Nick had shown me a few things, but he showed me a couple things over those over those weeks, and I noticed rolling with him, it's I describe it as like a video game tutorial, mm-hmm. because like you'll be rolling, and he'll guide you into what you just learned. Right. You know, and I don't think he makes it super obvious. Like, maybe he does, and that's how I noticed. But I was like, because when you, when you like, <laughs> really roll with him, I don't know if he's ever actually really gone against me, you know. Yeah, no, but, like, he, if he goes, like, 50%, like, he's whooping on me. Yeah. And then those times, it's like, oh, I'm doing pretty good, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, he's letting me yeah. do all these things. Okay. <laughs> and that was just open mat. And yeah. you, what, you came to a couple more open mats? Or did you just go to I think I, class? I think the way I had figured it out was I was going to come on Saturdays, check it out, and then kind of decide if I wanted to dive in. Um, you know, my priorities weren't straight. And I was like, oh, I don't know, a hundred something bucks. But it's like I was more than willing to spend that much on beer, you know. Mm-hmm. So and I was like, all right, I need to jump in. I like this a lot. Good. All right. So what was your first class with Nick. Do you remember that one? Uh, it probably was a Saturday. Probably a Saturday no class. Gi class yeah, no class. Okay. And what was that like? 
Um, it's hard to remember, I guess. It was cool because I, you know, I missed learning all the grappling. Um, but then, you know, being a teacher, like seeing the way Nick teaches, like it's obvious that he's like breaking it down and he's thinking about like kind of where we're coming from, mm -hmm. you know. And so, um, so it's not like he just like goes exactly where you need to be. Like he'll break it down and like make it obvious, like clear. Right. This is what you need to do. And I guess maybe this is a better question: is since you joined, mm -hmm. what, how would you describe his style versus like Danny or, you know, me or Edson or anyone else? Okay. Um, we all have different, I mean, one thing I'm, Nick and I have talked about and I'm very proud about, honestly, is that it is not his name on the window. It's yeah. not my name on the window. It's no yeah. one's name on the window. And I really love that we have, we have technically 11 different instructors. Dang. And yeah, and they get paid pretty well. Mm -hmm. And what I love is that that allows you to learn an armbar from 11 different people that you can say what you like and what you don't like. And then sure, whatever, add to your game. Not a big yeah, deal. And, for sure. You know, but everyone has their own style. Yeah. So what would you describe Nick's style? How would you describe Nick's style? So I feel like, because Nick and Danny, I want to say the two that I've gotten classes with the most, Nick by far the most. Um, and so I'd say, like, Nick is, like, I imagine him, like, as being, like, super technical. Like, very precise. Um, like, I don't, I don't know, like, a, like a mad scientist or whatever, you know, like, pinpointing down exactly these, like, steps. And then Danny, like, he does, this, like, he does the same. He's giving you all the steps, but his way is much more, like, fuck you, <laughs> I'm strong as shit, like... You know, you know, it's definitely the wrestling side of yeah. things. Just curl them. <laughs> yeah. Just curl them. Why would you not? What? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. And when, let's talk about some competition. I remember okay. Tap Out Cancer, you did that a couple of times. Yeah. Your first one, though. And uh, you had Nick there in your corner, too. What was, what was it like competing and having Nick, if you remember? Yeah. Well, I've had, well, yeah, so Nick had coached me at least once mm -hmm. before then. Um, but he, uh, I like how Nick coaches because he's very, like, I mean, like, obviously he knows what he's talking about. For me, like, if I'm trying to coach someone in wrestling, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm an okay wrestler. Um, but I don't have, like, all the ins and outs to give. But, like, he's, he knows exactly what, what you need to do. And he's, like, calm, cool, collected. Uh, like giving you each one of those individual steps and um, you know giving you real time like move your hand inside of his leg or whatever it happens to be um, yeah I don't know I like I really like having him there coaching when we return Jake tells us more about coach Nick guiding him through competitions and how much that meant to him but first a word from our sponsor Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Astroglide. Want a smooth slide into your head? Pick Astroglide. Welcome back. When we left, Jake was telling us about how he first met Nick how he got involved with the Chicago School of Grappling, and about Nick coaching him at tournaments. 
Now he's going to share what he likes about Nick's particular coaching style. I was saying that Nick, he is uh, one of my, he is probably the best coach I've ever had because, like I said, he doesn't play like a video game. Mm-hmm. Some coaches will just, they treat you like you're Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like XXBA <laughs> something. You know, yeah. Like, gosh, right? But what I wrote an article on this because of Nick, actually, is that a good coach doesn't play you. They show you opportunities. Yeah. And that's their job. And show you what to, Derek or DeMaio will say this too. He's like, he didn't know a move at all. Nick was like, all right, he'll tell, he'll tell. And just coaching him through a move yeah. that he had no clue about. Yeah. So I think you are tuned to that as well. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say, so I guess it could be in jiu-jitsu, outside of jiu-jitsu, whatever, is one of your best memories of Nick or favorite stories or anything? One, one thing that, that I... I still laugh at today, and I've told him this multiple times, was when him and his brother were on the Grappler Union podcast, and he was describing them refing MMA matches, and it's like these people that like, it'd be like if I walked in off the street, like somebody that really doesn't have much experience, but they're like totally amped, and like, (laughs) Nick basically has to tell him like, you don't have to die today, man, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that makes me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's very good. I also think that uh, Nick's style is a very lax style. Yeah. Mine too and whatever, but it's like, yeah, you know, we don't bow. <clears throat> yeah. We, we just do things the way. And it really comes from Nick and, and the culture uh, of not being super, super, super serious. Yeah. Serious with training, but serious, but different with um, structure. Yeah, and, and that's one thing that's nice too. It's like, um, like you know, Nick's always there. You guys are always there at competitions. Um, and it's like, we all want to do well. I mean, I definitely want to do well, but it's like when I, when I screw up or do something dumb and lose, like you can tell that Nick's not, he's not there because he's there to show that he's the best coach. Like, oh, yeah, my guys beat all your guys. No, he's there because he's there to help you learn. And, yeah. and so, like, when I screw up or whatever um, or, or lose a match, he's like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'll give you tips and pointers. And, uh, like, in the Arnold Classic, uh, I, my second match, I went up against a guy who was, like, a way better wrestler than me and, like, totally kicked my ass. <laughs> but um, I, he beat me, like... Oh, it, it went to time. He didn't tap me, but it was like 36 to 0. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But, uh, <laughs> but like, afterwards, like, um, like, I wasn't feeling too down about it, but, like, Nick was there, like, very supportive. Like, hey, man, you know, it's all good or, you know, and, um, <clears throat> like, I, like I said, I wasn't too down about it, but if I had been, like, he, he would have brought me back from it, you yeah. know, and then the next match I went out and, you know, beat the guy, so. Yeah. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. No, not that guy. Okay. A different guy. A guy was yeah. nowhere near as good as the guy that whooped on me. <laughs> yeah. He was a paraplegic. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drag him on the mat. Yeah, and then... I was like, mm, why are you going for footlocks on this paraplegic, Jake? Just go for it. Choke, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I um, with Nick, too, is when we talked about this place, we talked about would we go after i remember i brought it up i'm like are we going after metal chasers who's our audience are mm-hmm. we going after metal chasers or going after 
like hobbyists? <coughs> what are we doing? And overwhelmingly, the answer was like, ah, we're not going to go after metal chasers. Sometimes too intense, mm-hmm. and it's just too much, and it just didn't fit our style of being, the mixed style especially of being just you know more more relaxed about it. Yeah, and not trying to break people all the fucking time. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, Especially if they're coming in like twice a week and it's like, I'm just here to get in shape and learn stuff, not get yelled at and crap my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. I I hate being yelled at. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. I hate when I have, and I grew up in it, I hate when instructors (laughs) yell at you. Mm -hmm. And it's not because you're doing something, it's just their way. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on. (laughs) This is supposed to be fun. Yeah. And you know what, too? It's like, we're all adults. Mm-hmm. We we have a separate kids class and yeah. And I I I like to talk to people like they're adults. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be berated. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for, for sure. And I don't know if it quite applies, but uh, like in teaching, there's a saying like the first time you yell at your class, like is when you lose all of them, because like the kids that you're yelling at. They don't give a shit, you know, uh-huh. what you're saying. And then the kids that are like trying to do good, they're like, I'm trying everything I can. Right. And you're yelling at me and it's like, screw this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's a very good one. I agree with that. I really agree with that. It's very good. Um, you know, I was going to say too with 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 um, Nick style as well is what I appreciate about his, his style is that he is very, very, very patient. Mm-hmm. He's very, 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 very patient. And we actually had another guy who left the gym, another gym, he cried. And he said that his, he, you know, some people just takes a little bit longer, not he, a big deal. What did you, who? He, he, I won't say who. Yeah, yeah, why did they cry? Because the instructor was impatient with them and yelling at them because they couldn't understand something. It's like, that's just, a a, good, just a white belt, man. Like, it's a good way to make them uh, feel comfortable learning. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you want? And you know, what, I, what I really appreciate about Nick Honestly, we have a very good relationship with, with running this, and just in, in general, but mm-hmm. running the gym, we have a, a very, 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 very clear, good relationship of everything, and very transparent with each other, and I, what I appreciate about Nick is that he, he grounds me sometimes. He keeps okay. me grounded, like, hey, you know, we gotta, we gotta do what's right, and not necessarily always about, like, all right, because when we first started, I was concerned about cash flow. I was like, oh my okay. gosh, we are just like losing so much and rent and blah, blah. And we're going to be out. We're going to be out in six months mm-hmm. if we continue down this pace. And there's always some negotiation, some give and take about pricing and whatever yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But I'm always appreciative of Nick of grounding me, talking about like, hey, we're not doing this to, I mean, Nick and I work. Yeah. We're not. And we hire you know, people. So we're, yeah. okay, we're not doing this to make millions of dollars we were like okay we want to not lose money yeah we want to be able to keep a little bit extra so we can get a bigger place mm-hmm. or buy equipment or whatever pay yeah. people well or give us the ability and we, we we're good but i really sometimes get frustrated in the moment like oh my gosh oh well, i used to I'm like oh my gosh what are we gonna do we don't have money for this <laughs> but uh then afterwards i'm like okay he made the right move yeah, you know we don't we don't ask people to chip in for the holiday parties. We're like, no, yeah, that's we're really generous, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, what do you what do you hope to learn from each other? Nothing. Well, I mean, obviously, like the obvious, I want to learn a lot of jujitsu from Nick, you know, because he like knows mm-hmm. everything. It seems like, 
Um, I'd like to win a tournament and be like, this is because of you. <laughs> you know, I know he doesn't care about that, but it's like, like Tap Out Cancer, I really wanted to win that, um, you know, for my dad and everything. And, uh, and then I was dumb and guillotined myself twice. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> and it's such a bummer. It's like, damn it, like I've been working kind of hard. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'd like to win it, and you know, not that Nick would even care. I mean, he would care, but not that that's what he needs. But um, you know, I like to do that. I mean, um, I feel like maybe his calm demeanor has helped me kind of take a step back in some senses, and uh, like look at like what is really important here. You know, do I really need to worry about this thing, or is this thing in life really? You know, that meaningful, like just, you know, kind of chill out a bit. There you have it. That's Jake Irvin telling us what he appreciates the most about Nick Simarusti and the best memories he has of him. If you'd like to learn more, go to chicagoschoolofgrappling.com. And if you'd like to do an episode, just shoot me an email at john.lee at chicagoschoolofgrappling.com. From all of us, we love you very much, Nick.